I'm Malachi, pastor and founder of Life's Word Ministry, along with my beautiful wife, Christine. Welcome to our podcast. We hope that what you hear will enrich, enhance, and encourage your life in a very special way. It is our endeavor to share a word with you that will help you to live hope and change. And now here's today's podcast. Here's a question that many of you I know may have asked or someone has asked you, and that's, why should I trust you? How often have you heard the phrase, I can trust them as far as I can throw them? I've said that myself many a times. Or here's my favorite, I will trust you until you prove me wrong. Now, you may have made that same statement. How do we trust someone or how do we trust anyone we do not know? In all of my studies, I've learned that this is the secret of learning how to trust God. Now, when it comes to trust, what are your thoughts when you hear someone say, trust me? If someone came to you and you didn't know them and they said, trust me, well, what would be your thoughts? Two thoughts come to mind. Either you will say, okay, I'll trust you. Or you'll say, why should I trust you? When we understand the why, then we can understand the true meaning of following God and trusting him at his word. I don't take much of what most people say to heart, especially when they open their mouths after seeing their track record. There are a lot of people that when they open their mouths, because of their track record, it's hard to trust them. It's hard to take them at their word because what they say does not line up with what they do. And what they do certainly do not line up with what they say. This is why it is difficult to trust many people. It's a fact. The majority of people today will believe a lie over facts. Now, I'm not the brightest bulb in the box. I'll tell you that myself. But aren't facts considered truth? In obtaining my master's degree, we had to debate statements made whether to be factual or not. And facts are a truth known by actual experience or observation, something known to be true. And if your statement does not line up with this definition, then your statement was in fact a lie. This is why we need to fact check everyone, especially those that are in leadership. It's not to say that we don't respect them because we want to find out the truth or we want to fact check them. It's just a matter of being educated on what's right and what's wrong and what's factual and what's not factual. People today are often presented with non-factual content. Look at social media. There's a lot of misrepresented facts on social media. And because of this, people's faith is in question. And they ask, why should I trust God? Well, let me say this right out the gate. The main reason you should trust God, unlike men, he is worthy of your trust. God never lies. And none of his promises have ever failed. Think about it. When you've prayed and asked God for a certain 
situation or circumstances to be handled? Has he ever lied to you? Has he ever promised anything to you and his promises failed? Never. Not one. Now, think on it as with man. When has there been a time that man has promised you something and it has never failed? <laughs> oh, that's a different story right there. The Bible says God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. As he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? God will make it good. If he spoke it, you can rest assured that it's going to come to pass. And in Psalms 89, 34, David says, my covenant, I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. Whatever God says, it's going to be done. So unlike men, God has the power to bring to pass what he plans and purposes to do in your life. Isaiah 14, 24 says, the Lord of hosts has sworn saying, surely as I have thought, it shall come to pass. And as I have purposed, so it shall stand. That tells me that his plans are perfect that his plans are holy, that his plans are righteous. And just like Paul stated in Romans 8.28, he works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his holy purpose. That's why I say we really don't have a purpose because it's God's purpose. When you endeavor to know God through his word, you will see that he is worthy of your trust and your trust in him will grow daily. It has to grow daily. Understand this, to know God is to trust God. First Kings 8.56 says, Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel according to all that he has promised. There has not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised through his servant Moses. And from this, we can learn to trust God as we see how he has proven himself to be trustworthy in all of our lives and in the lives of others. We don't have to look far to see the record of God's promises and their fulfillment. They are right there in his word for all to see. If they would just open it and read it. How else are you going to know how to trust God? How else are you going to learn how to trust God? You have to open his word and you have to read it. Don't take my word for it. Don't take anyone else's word for it. Open the Bible and read it for yourself. Even those that spend their lives out in the back deserts are testifying that countless historical documents verify supernatural events and speak of God's faithfulness to his people. It stands the test of time. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works that anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Every child of God 
every child of God can give a personal testimony of his trustworthiness as we see his work in our lives, fulfilling his promises to save our souls and use us for his purpose and comfort us when we are anxious with the peace that Paul talked about in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, a peace that passes all understanding as we run the race he has set before us. As written in Hebrews 12:1, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. God has set the race before you. Are you running it? Your trust in God should increase the more you experience His grace his faithfulness, and his goodness. David said in Psalms 100, verse 5, For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. And the prophet Isaiah proclaimed, O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name. For you have done wonderful things. Your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. It was Isaiah 25 and 1. So when you ask God, why should I trust you? And when I think about it, there really isn't any sensible alternative. Do we really trust in ourselves that much? I know I don't. Or in others that are sinful and have limited wisdom, if any at all. People that are unpredictable, unreliable, and who frequently make bad choices and decisions completely swayed by their emotions. Why should I rely on someone that's unpredictable? Why should we rely on someone that's not reliable? Their track record speaks for themselves. We look to people that have made bad choices and decisions based on their emotions. Or should we trust in the all-wise, all-knowing, all-powerful, gracious, merciful, loving God who has a greater plan for us. I would be willing to go out on a limb to say that the choice is very obvious. But then too, we fail to trust God because we don't know him. As already stated, we cannot hope to trust in someone who is essentially a stranger to us. That right there is easily remedied. God hasn't made himself difficult for us to find or to know him. All we need to know about God is to read his word, to pray, to know him is to love and trust him. I get it. I totally understand how hard it can be to trust people because people will let you down. People will hurt your feelings. People will disappoint you. People will turn their backs on you. This is loved ones as well as your friends, but to know God is to know that you can trust him no matter what. God will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. He will not disappoint you. God will not hurt you.
God loves you. And if there's anything that I can say to encourage you that are listening to this podcast is to know that God wants nothing but the best for you. You can put all your trust in God. You can rely on him. You can depend on him. That's what love is all about. I know that it's hard. I know it hurts sometimes. I know people have hurt you. I know you're tired. I know that there's time that you want to give up. But whatever you do, please do not give up. Don't give up thinking that there's no hope. There is hope. There's hope in Jesus. There's hope in God. You can trust his word, but you have to read his word. You have to step out of yourself, step out of your comfort zone and ask God to help you trust him. Ask God to come in and open your understanding to know that he's there for you. Don't allow your outside influences to dictate to you that God is not alive, that God doesn't love you, that you can't trust God because of all that's going on in the world today. You can. Doesn't matter what's happening on the outside. What matters is the change that's on the inside of your heart. Because to know that there is a love that surpasses all understanding, that's that peace. The peace to know that you can rest at night. The peace to know that you can trust him. That's truly what love is all about. And I ask you this now. Would you like to know God? Would you like to learn how to trust him better? All throughout his holy word, he has made his grace available to those that read it. And I want to offer you a chance to accept Christ into your life. If you're not born again, if you are not a child of God and you would like to receive his salvation, here's what I want you to do. I want you to pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I come to you admitting that I am a sinner in need of rescuing. Right now, I choose to turn away from my sin and I ask you to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I want to learn more about trusting in you rather than in man. I desire to be set free right now. And I ask you to forgive me. I believe that your son, Christ Jesus, died on the cross to take away my sins. I also believe that he rose again from the dead so that I might be forgiven of my sins and made righteous through faith in him. I call on the name of Christ Jesus and I confess him to be my Lord and Savior of my life. Jesus, I choose to follow you and I ask you to fill me with the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe that you have forgiven me. I declare that right now I am a child of God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me, as proclaimed in Galatians 2.20. I am free 
from sin and full of the righteousness of God. And I truly believe that I'm saved in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed this prayer to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, I want to welcome you to the family of God. The Bible says there's rejoicing in heaven over one soul that receives salvation, that, that repenteth. And I can imagine that there's a party in heaven right now. From this moment on, start learning how to live a life of faith by finding a good Holy Spirit-filled Bible-taught church so that you can grow in your faith as you walk the pathway to Christ. Start learning how to trust God more by reading his word. Write to me. Share your story of faith. And let me know that you said yes to Jesus. You can email me at lifeswordministry at gmail.com. I would also like to take this time to thank those of you that partner with us by sowing a financial seed into this ministry regularly. Because of your generous giving, it allows us to share the gospel throughout the world. And if you're not a partner and you would like to sow into this ministry, you can do so by going to paypal.me forward slash life's word ministry. And to receive a copy of my brand new book, Pathway to Christ, you can go to Amazon and you can purchase it there. Or if you'd like a personally autographed copy, you can go to paypal.me forward slash Malachi 660 forward slash 15. And you will be put on a list and I'll autograph your book and we'll even pay the shipping for you. And be sure to follow us right here on Life's Word Podcast. And remember, God loves you and I do too. This concludes our podcast for today. Through one podcast at a time, we are helping you to rise up and overcome many of the world's perplexing problems. Remember to love God, love yourself, and love others. Thank you for subscribing and sharing our podcast with others. Until next time, I'm Pastor Malachi.